Hello and good morning. This is Hilda, your Hilda from Hilda's Shoulder. Hilda, as you know, is a podcaster, a storyteller, an agony aunt, and lots, lots more. Today, we're going to be talking about the divorced Niger woman and shame. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, I must let you know that Hilda is very, very passionate about Niger relationships. Um, Niger relationships meaning single and married. Now, the single, of course, can be because you're divorced or you're widowed or for what is worth if you're separated. Uh, I... There's a lot of things I do um, when I start a podcast, which is I try to look at what the situation was and what obtains presently, but I'm going to do it slightly different today. And um, I'm just going to look at how it looks, at least from my point of view, in other climes, uh, Europe or America, and um, how it obtains in Nigeria. Now, a lot of us feel that um, a divorced woman or a single matured woman would be more comfortable in any of those countries, you know, those climes I've mentioned, um, for the reason that um, people mind their businesses and women have a very good level of freedom. And they're protected by the law. So women aren't really con- concerned about what people think about them in the, in the manner in which we are in, in Africa, specifically in Nigeria. So how did it start? Well, at some point, even in these uh, other jurisdictions in America or in, in Europe, a woman was a chattel. It's the same way that she, she was or is in Africa. And she could be inherited or used to settle a debt in, in those days, but over the centuries, um, the law has empowered the woman, giving her inalienable rights to enable her be a proper human being and uh, stand toe to toe with her male counterpart. So, of course, that would have come with a lot of things. Um, a woman could decide of her own that she didn't want to marry, she would not be forced to marry. A woman could just decide, wake up one morning and tell her husband that she was no longer in love with him and just walk away from the marriage. And um, nobody could question her. So in, in, in Nigeria or in Africa, it's slightly different. The role that um, society and family play in shaping what a woman does or what she yearns for is actually very strong. So I know that these days, I mean, especially... Uh, the younger people, the generation closer to the millennials and the millennials have a different um, they have a different philosophy of life, but many, many women from my grandmother's time and beyond my mother's time and my time um, it, it, it really the way we were all nurtured, it really is important what people say about you but in as much as that has been the case, I think we should get to a point where we should stop doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. With all the knowledge that we get from books and movies and the internet, um, we should realize that a lot of the things that we do in the name of wanting to please 
the society or the family is actually ruining our mental health. And if you have a lot of women having mental health issues, it will definitely also um, affect the children that they are nurturing. So um, a compulsive, whatever, call any mental illness, compulsive liar or compulsive um, or someone who has abandonment issues from her childhood would um, grow up into a parent who would also pass this on to her daughter or son. Or a woman who grows up in a family where she was a big issue. Maybe um, she grew up in a uh, dysfunctional home setting where her, hus- her mother married several men and while she was growing up, um, she was often jeered at, you know, her mother was made the butt of, a jo- of jokes and things like that. So this podcast is actually about addressing the shame that comes with being divorced. Um, first of all, I need to tell you that being divorced does not define who you are. I know that we don't have a lot of centers in, in Nigeria, also in Lagos, that is more or less the cosmopolitan, most cosmopolitan state in Nigeria, because people don't want to openly talk about being divorced. People, even in church or mosques, it's as though um, the widows are catered for, the orphans are catered for, but the divorced women are not even to be discussed. And what you find happening is a lot of women um, go into shame mode, toxic shame mode, and they withdraw from people. Um, a lot of um, women who are divorced um, don't want people they work with, in the, you know, people in their office to know what's going on. They hide it. They try to avoid social gatherings where they'll be put under the spot and... You know how it is in Nigeria when people say hello to you and just assume that there is an ogre somewhere and say, oh, madam, how is ogre? You know, without even knowing whether you're married or you're divorced or separated. And, um, like, you know, a very compulsive answer would just be to say, ogre is fine even when there's no ogre because um, you'll be feeling that you don't want anyone to know what is going on. So it's like that for a lot of women. Um, a lot of divorced women are still wearing their rings and filling forms and filling them as misses because they don't want that sh- the shame that goes with looking like um, you failed, you, you didn't do it well, you or you were stupid in the choice of a husband or whatever be the case. So first of all, remember that above anything else, You should never define yourself as a divorced woman, but as a woman. You're a woman, you're a human being. Um, You, I think there's also this issue of, um, if you're Nigerian, you understand the meaning of parapa. Doing parapa with other divorced women is also some kind of social taboo. It's as if if you're divorced, you don't even have a right to breathe or a right to exchange, to share your pain, you know, the emotional trauma that you went through or are going through with other women because you're probably afraid that the group might be banded as um, a group of failed women 
or a group of um, loose women who couldn't, as we say in Nigeria, woman who will no fit stay for her husband's house, you know, she don't want to make man the control and something like that. So a lot of the divorced women actually operate in units in silos. So I think it's time that you fight that toxic shame that is bothering you and then you start to really really look around you and look at the effect it is having on first of all your mental health second of all the children that you have birth because i don't know many women who would get divorced and then leave their underage children with their ex-husband most women will want to take their children along but depending on the circumstances if it did happen that um, your ex-husband won't custody of the children. Of course, you would have visitation rights. So think about how your feeling of shame will affect even the relationship you have with your children. And also, of course, it's not mandatory. You may have other relationships with the other sex um, sometime in the future, near future or distant future. Now, all the baggage you have had in your previous marriage, if all that baggage is still tailing you behind, you may not be able to see clearly in the relationship you are in. And because you'll be looking through a dirty lens or a colored lens, you might make some very silly mistakes or you're overly paranoid or whatever the case may be. So the first thing to do is to accept yourself as a human being that is proud of who she is and what she has achieved. You must love yourself by all means. And if you feel out of it, go and get therapy. There are a lot of uh, uh, therapy centers uh, all over the place. If you don't want to do private, you can do a government hospital, the one at Yaba if you're in Lagos. And I think they have one in Ibadan called Aro. And um, it's not exactly what you think. Um, therapy or visiting a psychologist or a psychiatrist doesn't mean that you're raving mad. And I mean, I haven't had therapy myself. I will tell you that the most ordinary of people goes for therapy. Therapy involves several treatments. It could be CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, which means you get a therapist to talk to you. The therapy could be the talk. It could be a combination of therapy and medication and in very rare and bad circumstances, institutionalization in which the person, the subject will become an, uh, a patient. But again, in a lot of cases, people who are institutionalized also um, get better and leave. So all hope is not lost for you. Sometimes the things we go through in our minds are more the creation of our minds, the shame that we feel, um, the tongues that we think wag are actually more in our head than actually exist. So talking to a therapist would help you, first of all, accept who you are, love who you are. It will help you address those pain points, those things that you do that culminate into taking wrong decisions. It will help everything you do, you know, your career or your business. It will help you realign yourself. And um, at the end of the day, you'll be better poised to face society. You'll get to a point where it will not be a case of 
me too it will be a case of this is what i in quote want to do and that's what it's all about it's all about you so don't let if you need to fill a form when you get to the point that you're strong enough you fill a form as single or divorced whatever but you are not married and supposing you met the love of your life you know you walked into an office and you're still wearing your wedding band and the love of your life is somewhere maybe he's divorced too or maybe he's single and never married and he looks at your finger and falls in love with you the minute he saw you but because of that ring on your finger he hardly says a word to you so why would you limit yourself why would you demarcate yourself with trying to fit in with the expectations of other people when you can just be yourself if you don't want to interact with old friends you can get new ones these days of social media and all of that of course be very careful um who you interact with and who you let into your life there's so many meetups you can go on uh, ever bright and look for meetups entrepreneurial meetups workshops and use that to expand your social capital to meet new people both men and women and you just never know who the next person sitting beside you in that workshop or seminar or meetup will be um the more newness you let into your life the stronger the more confident the happier you will be so let's stop allowing shame to define who we are let us stand and be the confident woman that our creators def- you know this our creator wanted us to be you know that woman is just lurking underneath so why don't you let her come to the surface okay that's all i have to say for today if you have any comments or suggestions or additions you can send me an email at hilda's shoulder for you at gmail.com hilda's shoulder for you at gmail is hilda h i l d s s h o u l d e r the 4 is figure 4 and the u is letter u you can also visit my website hilda'sshoulder.com.ng if you like fiction and poetry and all the other stuff that i do Hilda's shoulder is also on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and Facebook. So, till I come again, it's bye-bye.